This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I'm happy to be joined once again by a favorite guest of mine and yours. You know him as the co-host of The Betches Not Another True Crime podcast and the co-host of Page Six's Virtual Reality. Please welcome back Danny Murphy. Hi, Dylan. Uh, oh my God, I always love mentioning it all here. It's just heaven. You always you always do mention it all, and that's why... <laughs> That's why we keep bringing you back, Danny. You know, um, and speaking of mentioning it all, you're going to be doing a little bit of spilling some virtual reality in person, I believe. Tell tell everyone what you have coming up. The tea and the pinot is being spilled in person on February 10th at City Winery. So any, I mean, I was going to say Bravo fans. I think everybody, if you're not a Bravo fan listening to this podcast, good for you for expanding your horizons. Shout out to like <laughs> my dad maybe listening to this. <laughs> And probably he's the only one who isn't a Bravo fan. (laughs) Shout out to him for supporting family. And that's really important because that ties in because on February 10th at City Winery, Virtual Reality Live, we have Melissa and Joe Gorga, Dolores and Polly, Gertie and Russell, and Lindsay and Carl. So we have Jersey, Miami, and Summer House. It's a live podcast, Valentine's Couples. We're talking about what they love, who they hate. Ooh, it's gonna get messy. Ugh. We may, yeah. I will be there. I was at your last yes. live show, which was a great time uh, with Meredith Marks and with uh, Marge, and Ugh. you know, just like lots of lots of good friends. Who else was there? Amrit, Jackie, Jackie, Amrit, yeah. Jason. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, so many stars. <laughs> so many stars. <laughs> Some shit to Bethany Frankel. Real. <laughs> oh my God. No the. The funniest, I think, like, my favorite part of that night was hanging out with Marge Sr. You know, always a always a doll. I love, and also, you know who I love? Lexi so oh. much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lexi's family, yeah. We There's a chance we might be having Margaret and Lexi on the podcast this season. So I'm like, yeah, come on in. Uh, yes, <laughs> some soiree. I want to try it so badly. Oh, yeah. it's not, So it's non-alcoholic, right? We don't need to plug their drink. They, they'll, like, they'll plug what? the drink when they come on the show. But um, no, I'm very excited for your live yeah. show. So uh, go buy your tickets because you can come say hi to me too. Yes, I'm going to party with Dylan. I'm like, now <laughs> that's how I'm going to promote it. I'm like a meet and greet with Betches by Bravo mention it all. <laughs> Legally, you better not put my fucking name on that poster. <laughs> Wait, now it's like, now we're Leah and Luann. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, with the holiday jingle. It's like, I said I would attend. I didn't say you could advertise that I would be there. Oh, Lordy Lord. Well, speaking of Roni uh, contract (laughs) negotiations, this has been a really, uh, you know, it's been like a ping pong game of a week when it comes to Roni Legacy because there have been numerous updates all since Sunday night 
by my tally. So I'm just going to walk through the timeline a little bit okay. because I recorded an episode on Monday and we had just gotten that first page six article that was <laughs> Roni legacy on pause contract talks have stalled, you know, you can be sad, be happy, however you feel. Then Andy Cohen tweets not to believe everything you read about and hashtags Roni legacy, which is mm-hmm. classic Andy. Like he sees the page six article. He's he knows something, but he's not actually coming out and saying it. Uh, you know, don't believe Bravo's it. reached out for a comment every time. <laughs> so if you have don't believe everything you read, tell us why we shouldn't believe it. I'm just saying. Right. And then uh, yesterday, Luann told our friend Dave Quinn at People, uh, quote, while it's true that negotiations have stalled on the series, that doesn't mean the show is over for good. I always said never count out the Countess, but in this case, it's never count out the New York City housewives. So that to me is a very like... I don't know anything either, but hey, you never know. And hopefully I would still like that contract at some point down the road. That is not the that is not the comment of somebody who knows that they have a show coming. Exactly. It's not a just wait and see. It's a <laughs> and then that photo of her reading the article. <laughs> So if you haven't, it's all over social media. It's online. You can find it. There is a photo of Luann. Sitting at, I they said like a cafe on the Upper East Side. I want to say it was Clark's, or no, um, <clears throat> Clark NYC in um, Upper East Side. With a physical copy of the New York Post opened, <laughs> opened to the page that has this article about Roni Legacy, the initial one. And it's like Countess Luann looking concerned while she, looking anxious while she <laughs> reads this article. And it's like, I don't know who she contacted, who snapped that picture of her. It's her publicist, it's her intern, who knows? Can I give some reveal? Oh, what? Well, I don't, (laughs) this is because I I love you and I love Mention All. It wasn't wasn't a planned photo. At least, it was not not sent from anybody on her pay list. Oh my God. (laughs) So baby girl was just sitting stressed at this French brasserie. You know, I... (laughs) I feel like if I were Luann, I could picture her posting up with that article, with it open to that page for like an hour, just <laughs> wait, gonna... just waiting, waiting for somebody to recognize you. Be like, oh, oh, like pulling faces the yeah. whole time, just and, with those and glasses. <laughs> Until somebody, you know, it's Luann sitting on the Upper East Side of New York. If she sits there long enough, somebody's going to recognize her and be like, this is my Dumois moment. Dumois moment. Either way, it's kind of iconic. I'm into it. It's amazing. Well, that's why I feel like, yeah, it wasn't a stage photo, but she definitely was performing on a stage of her life. So that is the part where I feel it's like she probably even was like to the waiter, like, oh, my God, take a photo of me. Wait, what? <laughs> and it just, it reminded me of the New York Times Luann, remember, when she just was staring out the window? Like, she could just pose so well. It's, I mean, page six has always been a, a character in and of itself on New York Housewives. Um, and so to that end, there is now another report that gets into some of the specifics about the contractual mm. back and forth. And I love that we're now getting finger pointing about who is the breakdown point in these negotiations. And basically, this is what we need being filmed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I hope they're filming this waiting for the contracts to be done. Because it's giving, this drama. It's giving succession a little bit, because <laughs> according to this, according to this report from page six, 
uh, Kelly and Dorinda have both been ready to sign on the dotted line. They're good with what's being offered. They want to get the cameras up and filming. They want to start cashing those checks. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, Jill Zarin might be the one being a stick in the mud that she's holding out for more money. She's holding out for a guarantee of more episodes. And she is the one that this is kind of breaking down around. And then meanwhile, according to the sources, Sonia quote, was barely paying attention to the whole thing, which was my favorite part of the article. And also could I say, that's how you know it's real. (laughs) Sonia probably has 25,000 unread emails from Bravo. And they're just like, we know when the direct deposit form comes, she'll appear somewhere. But I am kind of, I'm like, Jill, she been, she's been dying to be on New York Housewives for so long again. Didn't have like a phenomenal Ultimate Girls Trip performance, I feel. Was good, but not like, oh, we need Jill back. So I'm shocked she's kind of playing this hardball. I agree because the thing about Jill, and I like Jill, I you know, she's always been great to me. Like I think she's a, you know, nice person to talk to. But she, when you are putting together this legacy cast, she's one of the people that I think of where it's like it would make sense for her to be on it, but it's also not like you couldn't do it without her. And mm-hmm. she's not in a position of a Sonia, a Luann, a Dorinda, where they are kind of the necessary core. I think it makes sense to have her there, but I could see a world in which they would be like, okay, if Jill is too hard to work with, we'll just take Sonia, Luann, Dorinda, Kelly Ben Simone, maybe rustle up one or two other names. Aviva. Aviva. Heather. Heather, Chris, Kristen. um, (laughs) (laughs) Pop a color. Right. Like is, uh, you know, is, Cindy Barshop available. I'm sure oh. she is. <laughs> so it's it is kind of it's surprising to me that Jill would feel like she's in a position to be that picky. Except, I mean the the one thing I can think about that is that if she doesn't need the show financially in a way mm. that some other people might feel like they do, then maybe she's like, I'm not going to do this unless it's worth my time. Which is fair because, I mean, she's lived like over a decade without this paycheck. So she's just looking for more fun money or anything like that. But I also, I'm like, chill, girl, all your stuff is housewives. And like, you would love, the second a camera would go back up, I feel she would be in Nirvana in paradise. So I'm kind of like, just do it for us. Yeah. The, it's the idea, the like juxtaposition between being thirsty and clearly enjoying the attention and the, experience of it mm-hmm. all versus the money side of things it really is two separate issues and it does it just seems like there has to be a way to get them all on the same side but because m- i don't think jill want, i was Go gonna ahead. say i don't know if jill wants to know this but she's kind of with all this contract stuff she's given bethany mm. she's given bethany i mean bethany has a lot of money so shout out to her trying to do that but that is her i don't know if she wants to be the next bethany in that regard yeah, I, I, there haven't been very many housewives in the whole, you know, history of the world, <laughs> history of the world since 2006. <laughs> there there have it's few and far between people who have really been in a position of power when it comes to negotiating where I... they are at a level where they can ask for whatever they want, demand whatever they want and Bravo isn't going to just say you know what? We'll we'll go in a different direction. We're fine. We're fine. We'll figure yeah. it out. And you know, it, it's 
unfortunate if this show is really going to be put on permanent pause because of one person's contract holdout. Oh, uh, reportedly, allegedly, who Report. knows? Allegedly. Jill, uh, Jill's uh, going to come on Instagram stories in like 10 and a half minutes and be like, <laughs> so I read the article. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I've been in Vegas selling my candles. I've been, I've, I have been at the Aria smelling this smell pungent, oh. <laughs> like vomit. And then, Wait, that also, I was like, because my favorite scent is like overpriced hotel lobby scent. So I'm like, Jill, what the fuck is up? Well, she said she's been to the Aria many times and it oh. never smelled like this before. And I I posted this video and people, people were commenting. They're like, I've been to the Aria. It always smells great. And I'm like, yeah, Jill clearly thought that too. And then now there's something new happening. <laughs> there's new developments. She's right, like, she's like uh, Aaron Brockovich in this bitch. Right, like, like what's going on? Stay, stay with us. There's a new development. It's a plot twist. The Aria doesn't smell the way it used to smell. Oh, girl, honey, ain't that life? Isn't that life? Oh. I wonder if Tamara has anything to say about Jill causing a ruckus with Roni Legacy because... Tamara likes to shit on gel. So I would Ooh. love, I'd love to check out, maybe I'll check out two teas in a pod for that. <laughs> that is a good point. You know, as much right? as I um, am loath to listen to an episode of two teas in a pod, this is a situation where I, I would be curious to know like right. Tamara's read on the whole legacy situation, because if anybody's been around the contract block with Bravo, it's uh. Tamara Judge. She is the judge. She should do. She should have a spinoff where she's just the judge of all Bravo contracts. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The like a Peacock show where it's like Tamra, like Judge Tamra Judge. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> and she just starts screaming and shouting at people, and they're like, "Wait, why are you? No, you're supposed to be the. What's happening here?" <laughs> she, bang, she bangs the gavel. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the way that's not a sh- like honestly. The the way I have suggested like 42 delicious Peacock spin-offs on uh, this podcast and not once have I been cut a check from Peacock. <laughs> Put it in development, give it the green light. What are what are we waiting What's for? Happening? Meanwhile, As Ellie Can- Golding once said, "What are we waiting for?" Meanwhile, Candy's getting her 45th spin-off, which honestly looks really good, so I am not mad about it, but it is like th- there is no there's a bottomless pit of spinoffs for Candy. I love how much that girl puts together a development packet because it's so good. And this one, exactly to you said, I'm. this might be uh, one of her spinoffs that I'm most excited for in general because it's like some like music that we all know has a little more like groundwork laid because I'm like, okay, I love, like we all know these two uh, groups and everything like that. And it's going to be so fun. I do feel bad for her because... I love the songs Weak and Rain, so I don't know if I'm going to be on Candy's side because it's a verse battle. Or no, is it a verse or is it them just together? I think it's just them together. I think it's oh, like, okay, that's cute. <laughs> I think it's like they know that they are more powerful as a as a unit than as uh-huh. like each going on their own tour. Uh, but I think maybe the reason that it looks good and I don't, this isn't meant to be shade to Candy is because it's not really about Candy. It's about <clears throat> the two groups. I think on the the like cast photo I saw, Tiny is the one that's more front and center than oh. Candy, which like good I mean good I would arguably I feel like Tiny might be more famous than Candy. Oh. I think the I okay. think the the proximity to TI is helpful. That's true. Because like Todd Tucker we love no shade to Todd. 
really. <laughs> but like Todd Tucker's not TI, whereas like Tiny's been in this power couple. That's actually very real. And I think to your point, it's actually so true because I mean Candy gives so much of her life to Atlanta, like the Housewife franchise, that it's like hard for a spin-off for like she's like, okay, what else? can I show you guys, like, you see my entire life on Real Houses of Atlanta, so it's cool to be like, okay, but you don't really see, like, this music aspect of it, so it's um, different type of content. Right, we're not gonna get a spinoff about her being, like, a co-producer on a Broadway play who (laughs) doesn't have to show up to anything except, like, opening and closing night, which, I mean, the play was great, by the way, I saw it, that's not I, I feel like I keep having to qualify that I am not trying to be shady to Candy, it's just, like, there are most people don't have 12 reality shows worth of material happening in their That's, life. Oh, it's really impressive. And like, and I always say, I'm like, cause just like from a dev, like a TV development producer mind too, I'm like, she is always in Google Docs, I feel. <laughs> oh my God. She has like full networks wish they had a slate like the Candy Burris Tucker <laughs> cinematic I universe. I wouldn't be surprised in a few years if she somehow makes her own network. I actually could see that for Candy. Yeah, I don't, or at least like she's got to get on Peacock. I think that's, I think that's mm. the, that's the next frontier because people liked Candy and the Gang. It was, it had some interesting stuff going, but it didn't get renewed. This, yeah. this ex- escape show is on Bravo. Like it seems like that would be a good Peacock kind of vibe. I don't know where the kind of where the bridge is there, but I feel like getting on Peacock would get her sort of that like streaming play that maybe would take her to the next level oh okay candy take note okay girl because people i've talked about this before but people i think among bravo fans there can be a tendency to talk about peacock like it's a downgrade like oh they got put on peacock or like miami isn't on bravo anymore and it's like that's where the money is that's where the that's where the corporate attention is that's where they are that's the future to at least in in their minds and, and also so too because it's like where people i feel like as someone who maybe like if people are listening they have friends that maybe don't watch bravo i, I feel like a, a friend of mine would be more likely to just be like, oh my god watch this new show on peacock versus like watch bravo because then it's like a different you can tap into a different audience too right and miami completely rebooted peacock in my opinion because now i'm like peacock is heaven yeah well and especially once they once they made the leap to have peacock with the next day current season oh. episodes who Got needs it. cable who needs who needs a tv you know it's like <laughs> have have you ever tried to use the bravo app it is the worst thing that i it's can imagine hell. i was so so happy when peacock started having these current episodes because it meant i literally got to delete the bravo app I feel the Bravo app, it would buffer and then play a commercial and then buffer. And I'm like, wait, I haven't seen an inch of content. <laughs> Never have I watched more commercials in my life than on the Bravo app. No. Never have I sat through more buffering since like 2005 when you're on the, you know, what, the dial up. Literally. People, like the first time you got like DSL connection and it's like <gasps> so fast, but it now it would be excruciating. Uh, yeah. Like that was the experience of using the Bravo app. If you uh-huh. could even find what you wanted to watch. Never. And I'm like, Peacock, I know where it's at. You you don't have to love it, but it's it's a tool. But you it's, will respect it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Kaylee's because I'm a boss. Yeah. <laughs> 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, the other major news story that's been happening this week that we need to get into Robin Dixon has uh, uh, I think Patreon she has a she has a Patreon Robin Dick the fumbling of the bag on the part of Robin Dixon has been really really painful to watch these last few days because we had Potomac Sunday night whatever good episode we got the reunion looks. They already mm-hmm. taped the reunion. Season finale is coming up this week. There's been all this back and forth. It was, you know, reported that they're, they did get married last summer and it's going to be shown on the season finale, but Robin still hasn't technically announced that or confirmed that, whatever. Then she says on her reasonably shady Patreon <laughs> on Monday, she confirms that last year there was a situation that she knew about before the start of filming season it's seven. It's not Wolf Blitzer in the situation room on CNN. <laughs> she was aware of a situation where Juan was DMing, texting this Canadian woman. And it sounds like at least Robin wants us to think that nothing physical happened between them. But then there is another kind of angle of the story where she confirms that Juan did end up with his name on her hotel room when she was visiting Maryland because there was, you know, some situation. She didn't have a credit or something. Or what, She lost yeah. a wallet. It's a whole it's a whole Call story. Chase, not Juan. <laughs> yeah, like Juan what? Dixon is not the bank. We know that for a fact. I was going to say, and for, if this girl clearly, I'm sure she was a Potomac fan and she was hitting up Juan. Have you not seen the first few seasons? They're not. I don't think he can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but so obviously the 
the, the other than the revelation of whatever happened with Juan and this Canadian lady, the biggest issue is that Robin spent this season denying anything like this that had happened. You know, Karen yes. came with the rumors about the the woman that looked like her walking through Georgetown, which that is not what Robin is saying What's she true? knew about. So it, it's not a one-for-one one situation, but she was so indignant about anybody bringing up some situation with Juan and to find out now that the whole time. The way Evan and I interviewed her mon- last Monday for virtual reality. She, we asked her, oh, how are the Juan rumors? She's like, they're all so, it's insane how women just want to tear him down. Okay, yada, yada, yada. Then we're like, oh, are you guys going to get married? Ah, yes, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That Monday she announced she gets, leaks that she gets married. Now it's announced that she did. So I'm like, Robin, I can't even trust you now. There's no trust. Yeah, it's, it's difficult because, and I actually thought, so Candace posted a thread on oh, Twitter like, about yes. this. And, uh, you know, Candace disaster on Twitter, Dillard Bassett. <laughs> For all of her flaws on social media, I thought this thread did a really good job of breaking down kind of why this is so frustrating and especially for a member of the cast who has gone through so much on camera as Candace. Um, so she, she said, wow, a thread, our boss's favorite clapback, AKA Andy Cohen, when we're playing coy about certain aspects of our lives is you're on a reality show about your life. There is no expectation of that. There is an expectation that doing no harm, we show up to this platform as our authentic selves. And while we reserve the right to be judicious about what we share, there is a special brand of audacity attached to individuals who will knowingly bury the lead in exchange for damning and salacious lies that stand to cause irreparable harm to innocent people. It tarnishes the integrity of the premise of our show. It tap dances on the intelligence of the viewership that champion our stories and discover their own parallels in our lives. As an aside, she really is going for all the SAT words here. Oh, <laughs> she, yes, she's completing and, her performance. And when it's not that deep, it simply occludes amusement. <laughs> Damn! Um, it, she, there, there's a couple more tweets, but that, that's the meat of it. I mean, basically, she's calling out how it's not fair to the viewers. It's not no. fair to the other women on the show. It specifically was done in a calculated way where then she turned around and spread rumors about other people in the cast kind of as retaliation for Mm -hmm. them, you know, according to her, spreading lies. And I I mean, I understand. I think Candace is rightfully pissed off that robin kind of it seems like weaseled her way out of having to talk about any of this on the season knowing they already taped their reunion and based on the tone of these tweets i would be really surprised if robin talked about all this stuff at the reunion i i think 100 percent no because it's like literally she waited for all of the dust to settle let everybody like th- is, i was like why are they keep on like trying to make sharice happen this season and it's like as a distraction for all this they're trying to like know like that she would set off karen to make some drama Giselle was going to come for Candace. It was going to be all this, all this stuff. And then this going on. And the main thing, I mean, I understand like all of her cast is really pissed. And I think a lot of fans are annoyed. I also could not imagine a world where Andy is not like, the fuck are you doing to me? Yeah. And I don't think he would appreciate Because also now it's like, okay, so you're doing this on like a Patreon on top of everything else. So it's like, 
So you're trying to profit off of the story that you signed up for to tell on this show that you're not. So it makes me really, I really didn't before that. I was like, oh, this entire cast is coming back because, I mean, this has been a really good season of Pot- or like a really intense season of Potomac and good. But now I would be, re- I'm really interested to see how Andy and the network handles Robin and Juan. Yeah, I mean, I think Robin had already had a little bit of a tricky season. I think a lot of people were unhappy with the way she handled her situation with Wendy and -hmm. specifically in Miami when she was being so harsh on Wendy and didn't really have any of that same energy for Mia after they got in their, you know, air quotes, altercation. I don't know exactly where we apply that word, but um, it was, you know, I think it's been kind of a tough season for Robin image wise. I think there are a lot of people who always were kind of mixed to positive about her that have kind of soured on her. But this does feel like a very deliberate move, especially with the timing that it's like their season is still airing. They, their season finale is coming up this week. They have a reunion coming up that will probably be three parts. They have another month left in the season. It's not like, they, you know, like if a show finishes airing and they're taking a little bit of a breather before they start filming for the next season, you're sort of in contractual no man's land where it's like, oh, well, I'm not currently employed by the network or the production yeah. company. Who knows what will happen in the future? That's when we see people take the show out of their Instagram bio and everybody always freaks out. And it's like, yeah. all that means is that there's no contracts right now. But I could see if Robin had done this in that time period where it's kind of like the show is dormant, Yeah, that would be one thing where it's like, okay, like I'm bored basically. I'm going to spill some tea and get, (laughs) you know, get a couple, you know, headline write-ups for my Patreon. I don't, I don't, I'm not mad about that so much. People play the game, get your attention, get your coins, whatever. But to, to do it, right in the thick of the end of the season and specifically after you've taped the reunion where the whole point of reunion is that you're supposed to bring all your cards to the table. You're supposed to come prepared to discuss everything. If you have tea to spill, that's the time to do it. If you have a bone to pick, that's the time to do it. And it's almost impossible to imagine that all of this wand stuff just wouldn't have come up at the reunion. So assuming that Robin didn't share any of this stuff that she shared on the Patreon, then it's like she essentially was lying, lying her way through the reunion, yeah. knowing that two weeks later she's going to come online mm-hmm. and do it somewhere else. And I, I saw a TikTok about how it's like if Potomac is her big check and then she has like a smaller podcast check, a smaller um, embellished hats check, and a smaller Patreon check. It's like, why are you messing with the big check to get That's a little true. a little more on the small check? And also the big check, that is the reason why all the other small checks exist. And yeah kind of go from there. That's And that's the thing, because she said that Karen played it so safe at the reunion because she didn't want to ruffle feathers. I'd rather someone play it like safe than just lying through it. And also Karen probably played it safe because she's like, um, okay, well, I keep on, I'm going on this idea that you are just shutting down so much, so I can't really take it further. Like, there can't be a conversation if someone's just so simply not admitting what is true. 
Yeah, and also I think with Karen, obviously I wish sometimes that she was a little more forthcoming, a little more real, but I believe fully that Karen will absolutely go to her grave claiming X, Y, Z, this, that, and the other thing about her relationship with Ray that may or may not be true, whereas for Robin to you know have this party line the whole season and then a week and a half after the reunion taping she's ready to share her truth yeah. for behind a paywall it's like come on okay i would have respected it more if you just were like from now until the end of time i'm not going to say anything negative about my man right and it's also so interesting too this entire season robin's been talking about uh, an adultery clause or an adultery clause and mm. like being like calling Juan like, oh, Karen's talking about this other girl. If you don't want to address it, why are you bringing up these points that could lead into that? I didn't even think about that. We've watched more than one of those conversations with between her and Juan, between her and an attorney this season where she's like, well, you know, at some point in the past, we did have an issue with that. So, you know, I don't think it's going to happen again, but I feel like I should be prepared just in the off chance that it ever were to happen again. When now it's like, no, you're talking about something that happened in January. That, yeah. Like, this is really recent. Uh, that I'm glad you brought that up because I that kind of, it's like, rubbing salt in the wound that it's like yeah. if you if you don't want to talk about it don't talk about it but then don't bring it up in a way that you have to be like weirdly cagey and coy and because i'm like was she waiting for Juan to bring it up because he would never or like what was the i'm like what is the purpose of it because she even like sat him down and talked to him about it mm-hmm. and i'm kind of it's very 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 unreasonably shady i guess we'll say <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I think there it's part of a larger conversation that it could be had about sort of these when housewives have a brand that they build off of mm. their personality on the show and there's always going to be a question of what do we save for the show? What do we talk about on our podcast or on your I guess blogs aren't really a thing anymore, but you know, kind of just like Thank you. what what you decide to give to different angles and it's like if you lose sight of the fact that the show is the reason that you have this anything or small e empire because that's whatever like that's ultimately gonna probably come back to haunt you that it's like nobody at the end of the day i mean look at like stassi for example like i I fully believe that Stasi is probably doing fine. Like she relaunched her podcast. She wrote another book, whatever. I'm sure I know that she has diehard fans and it's not like she has no one in her corner since she got fired from the show. But there is also a level of like, you're never going to have the same, the same level of, audience of support of just attention once you leave that platform behind i think we've seen so many bravo labs and housewives do that even with bethany it's like you like you said bethany has plenty of money but every time she kind of resurfaces it feels like this attempt to sort of you know rekindle some kind of thing and it's like controversy or something you being on a cnbc show or doing makeup Mm. reviews on tiktok (laughs) or you know guest starring on Shark Tank it's like those i mean do whatever you want but it's you're you're never going to kind of reach that pinnacle it's again not, it's i know what you mean it's like you're never going to 
it's not gonna be like, oh my god, Bethany from CNBC? No, it's Bethany from Housewives who's on CNBC. Like, it's your thing. And it's an amazing opportunity. Like, some, and like, there are women who do the show, then they leave, and they're like, that was my thing. And that's great. And like, because it's really hard to try to build something outside of that that mm-hmm. would continue. And that's also why I feel like you want to just make sure you play your cards right on it so it can keep continuing for you. Yeah. And also, like, if you think about the idea of, like, a social media following, for example, it's like there are so many Housewives fans and viewers who, you know, they might follow Bravo on Instagram. They follow some fan accounts. They follow maybe maybe a dozen of their favorite personalities, of their favorite Housewives or whoever. But it's like if you're not you're only going to be in that kind of like, you know, MySpace top eight or whatever yeah. for so many of the viewers. Whereas if you're on the show and you're talking about your product or your podcast or whatever, everybody who watches the show is at least going to be aware of it. Exactly. Yeah. It's that, it's, it is that thing where it's like, when you're out of the public eye, people are like following you cause they watch you. Then they're like, Oh, I don't really watch them anymore. It's just kind of how it, yeah. Right. Like I have unfollowed many a uh, below deck stew that hasn't been on in three seasons yeah. because it's like, you know, it's, <laughs> You get to point, you're like, who is this again? Why am I doing this to myself? Be like, why do I follow this, like, blonde girl who lives in Fort Lauderdale? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh. And then you go to the the profile, and it's like, below deck season six. It's like, oh, right. Okay, I can unfollow her. (laughs) Shut up. Yeah, I think I'm moving on from this. But I'm happy you're happy, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like when when you have somebody random on the timeline who just is, like, in a swimsuit by water all the time, and you're like, no, that's not who. who, who you're like this is the antithesis of me. No, yeah, you're like, how are you on the beach on Tuesday at noon? Like, what's happening? And it's like, oh right, because you're like off charter. <laughs> 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 the whole, I, oh, I mean, talk about housewives fame. The whole like below deck world is a whole other story because most of these people that are only on one season, it's like they never get like that many oh, followers or anything no. to begin with. But then there's like this for a lot of them, this kind of like air of like being a personality and it's like oh okay but they try to see how it can linger and then they're like oh it's done okay got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> they're like, oh right okay so if i do like skincare that's not a viable business oh it's so sad watching how like the pivot okay like so i'll be skincare cooking now and i'm like just no why are you what are we trying to do here <laughs> uh, i yeah i do think the world has enough people making cooking videos at this point in time. Uh, my fucking God. Literally. Of just like, and like, they're so fast. They give me migraines. Because it's like, and I'm like, can, can everybody calm the fuck down? And also then it ends up being like, Gigi Hadid's pasta, which is penny a la vodka. I'm just like, and everybody, like, why oh are my- we, why, what's happening here? <laughs> it infuriates me that it's called Gigi Hadid's pasta. And like, that's vodka sauce. Our brains are, our brains are so broken. It's like, oh my God, the, the Olivia Wilde salad dressing. And it's like, it's from a book from like the yeah. '60s. It's not it's the Olivia vinaigrette. <laughs> <laughs> right. The the recipe is barely even necessary. No, literally, Jennifer Aniston salad that a she said she never ate really, and it was a Greek salad basically with quinoa or something like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like there's there's nothing groundbreaking about a celebrity like eating a healthy salad. Yeah. Oh, she has olives. Oh my god. Wow. I do. I do like um. Crystal Kong Minkoff does cooking videos sometimes that I like because they're always like it's she always does. like like Chinese foods that I'm you know sometimes not as familiar with and it just feels really casual like she would just be yes. like making this for a snack and I no, do you, like yeah because 
And I'm I'm vegetarian, and she did like a silken tofu like appetizer thing, and I did yes. like that, and it's very good. Yeah, that's like what I'm. That's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, ooh, should I make that? And then I never did, but I remember. It's good. Okay. Yeah, and I love because I like a little kick, so it's a good sauce with it too. I that's interesting. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day, and it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. How are you feeling about the Salt Lake City reunion? Just, just okay. before we finish. Honestly, I'm like, okay, the girls woke up. Okay. Because I was like a little BTT, bored to tears, uh, or I'm BTS. I'm the band BTS, bored to sleep, watching the past few episodes. But the reunion part one, I was like, okay, some shit's going on. Heather, I love, I, 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 I'm a gay for gay, so I like my Heather. But girl, she is infuriating me with this black eye. I'm yeah. glad we have some closure with it. I'm obsessed that Special K was mentioned. I feel the the women woke up and the friends of are really fun. <laughs> Special K is of course short for ketamine. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa throwing out there when the, when Andy's like, you uh, did you you called Meredith a pill popper, right? And she's like, no, 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 no. I never said that. I said that there was one night when you and Heather were doing ketamine. <laughs> she's like, you I had to look- ketamine in shrooms. She's like, I had to look it up. I had to look it up. And then when Whitney calls or no, when um. 
when Meredith calls Jen and puts her on speaker and Jen Jen's one contribution to the to the reunion is talking about ketamine on speakerphone which she's like the horse thing <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way can I say that's all I needed from Jen Shaw this year yeah there's I don't know it's um I do think having a two-part reunion just the the obviously I I agree with you that they kind of came prepared and the reunion is not as sleepy as it could have been. Mm-hmm. But I think also with the two-part editing, it's like, okay, we can at least move from topic to topic. We're not yes. scrounging around for things to talk about. Because even though this season of Salt Lake City was not the best, mm-hmm. there was stuff oh, that goodness. happened. And I like those ladies. Well, it's so funny. I was, and you were there too. I, I was talking to people. I'm like, they should have just aired their Bravo Con panel as the yeah. reunion. Because that... That gives me hope that these ladies are going to bring it a little bit more for season four. I think Wild Whitney Rose said on a podcast that I don't listen to that they're filming already, but yeah. <laughs> not on a podcast I don't listen to. I'm not shading any other podcast. It's her podcast. I'm, I don't listen to Whitney's podcast, but I like her, but yeah. Wait, in, so I, spoiler, I already watched part two. We won't get into it because okay. I, I can't yet, but yeah. <laughs> they, they do show a clip from Whitney's podcast, and I was like, wait, Whitney has a podcast? <laughs> She's getting raw. <laughs> she's she's getting raw. I she you know when she felt like people were disrespectful of her healing journey, and that Holland. was that was hard. That was hard to deal with because people don't understand the they like to minimize it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, she was one of my first. I think like Bravo Housewives interviews at page six and it was what about like the Jen Shaw mic taking off before she got arrested and all yeah. she said she was like I'm a girl's girl and she said that 55 times and I was like okay I don't know what I'm gonna do with this but thank you <laughs> <laughs> right, when, it's like when they have like a, a rehearse like a sound bite and they're like I know what I want to say I have it in mm-hmm. my head it's I I'm gonna give such a good answer and then it's just complete word salad <laughs> mm-hmm. they're like here's the thing I'm no filter no bullshit I'm like Every housewife says there are no filter, no bullshit. And you have filters and you sometimes talk bullshit. It's fine. <laughs> right. I, it, I, it always comes back to me like my, I think it's so funny how for every housewife, the worst possible thing that anyone can say about them is that they're a liar. <laughs> and it's like everybody, everybody lies sometimes. If the worst thing someone says to me is I'm, I'm like, thank you. God yeah. bless you. Thank, sure. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know it. what? But uh, Danny. I, this is me telling the truth, and I and know that it's <laughs> know always that. such a pleasure to have you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> know that, know that. Important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is a dream to talk to you all the time. Oh my god, you are so much fun. We're just being so open and honest and owning it. And... I well, I feel like there's a shaman here helping us. <laughs> I'm standing ten toes down in my truth um, that you should <laughs> that you should go <laughs> that you should go get a ticket for virtual I reality know. live. Oh my god! I mean, on display we'll play fifty-five times probably. So be warned because Melissa Gorka will be in the house. Go to citywinerynewyork.com for tickets, and it's gonna be so much fun. Amazing. Well, Danny, thank you so uh, much. Uh, I'll I'll talk to you later. Yeah, literally talk to you in like three hours. Amazing. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches. You can follow me at Dylan Hayford. Danny, what's your Instagram? Oh, you can follow me at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K. Love that. Love that. Bye, baby. (laughs) Until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool.
Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.